Hey folks, welcome to the latest edition of the Shire Salvos podcast. Jack Clifton behind the mic to bring you everything what's happening around the life of our church and also uh, bring you the sermon from Kim Briggs uh, from Sunday, the 23rd of October's edition uh, of Church. Uh, it's a pretty wet and miserable uh, Monday afternoon as we're recording this podcast. I hope you're staying dry. I hope you're staying well uh, in whatever you're uh, you're doing. And uh, yeah, hope that you can take a bit of encouragement and enjoyment um, out of the podcast here tonight. Uh, we'll jump in and take a look at what's happening in the life of the church. And then we're going to play you Kim Briggs' sermon from Sunday's Surface. Not too much news around the life of our church to be aware of. Uh, there are a few little things to uh, to know. Firstly, uh, for the men in our church, we've got a men's event coming up on the 13th of November. Um, so myself and Joel Campbell have uh, have uh, kind of been running some some men's events and, and looking to get the, the men of church uh, involved. This is open to to all ages, young and old. Uh, we're going to have a sports day, so we're going to play a bit of soccer, maybe a bit of cricket if it's if it's dry um, out and about, and uh, a bit of touch footy, um, basketball, all lots of different things, just uh, getting us uh, all out and active after church and fit and running around will also provide a little bit of food as well. That's going to happen 3 p.m. on Sunday, the 13th of November. So after church in the afternoon. If you're interested in that, feel free to flick me a text 0468 528 837. That's 0468 528 837. Or you can uh, call the office and let uh, Joel or Mark or Kim know um, about that. Elsewhere, we've got Covenant classes. They're starting on the 6th of November. So make sure you do um, get in contact with Joel uh, Campbell before for Sunday, the 30th of October. It's uh, starting on the 6th of November um, and then continuing with uh, um, uh, additions on the 13th of November, the 20th of November and finishing with the Mission and Covenant Purpose and Promise on the 27th of November. There's also an opportunity in November for junior soldiers. If you're a kid or you have kids aged in the 8 to 12 age bracket, um, there'll be a small group running um, a discipleship course on what it means to be a church member in the Salvation Army and that'll be run on two Sundays in November straight after church. You can contact or see Bet Kundasami for that. And staying with the theme of kids, we do have the Equip Kids Camp coming up very, very shortly. Uh, this weekend, in fact, 28th to the 30th of October at Lake Macquarie. And then the following weekend is the 4th to the 6th of November at Shoalhaven. It's $130. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if spots are still up for grabs, but uh, regardless, you can contact Bet Kundasami in the church office for more information in regards to that. We'll also continue our Ignite series this Sunday, church happening each and every Sunday morning morning at 9.30 a.m. Uh, if there's anything that uh, you may want to talk about there or if there's something that we may have missed, please feel uh, free to contact uh, the church office and get in contact with us there. But without any further ado, we're going to continue our Ignite series here on the Shire Salvos podcast. And this week, we heard from Kim Briggs. So when I became a Christian... I was so excited, and I remember wanting to tell all my friends about Jesus and tell them my five-year-old version of what it was like to be a Christian and what Jesus meant to me. Who remembers being excited about something so much that you were bursting with joy? Can you remember something? Well, I was full to overflowing of Jesus' love. And you may have been the same if you've experienced that. Then as the years went on, from time to time, the enthusiasm kind of wore off. But over the years, there were moments when I allowed God to ignite a spark in me. And the fire would start again. 
And I'd be inviting my friends to church and telling them all about Jesus and why I loved him. And I didn't really understand the Holy Spirit very much, but now with a greater understanding, the Holy Spirit was at work. He was helping me and guiding me and giving the words to say sometimes. And he was that still, small voice, not audible, but an encouraging voice that was sort of in my heart and in my mind. And the Holy Spirit's never left in those times where I didn't feel it so much. But there are times where I have cluttered my life with so much other stuff and got so distracted through different seasons so God didn't get much attention in those times. But there was and still is this deep desire to share the amazing story of Jesus. And as life goes on, the more people I meet, the more desperate I become for God to ignite something in each of us so that the world can, can understand the magnitude and life-changing story of Jesus as people search for peace and joy and purpose in their lives. Now, this is week two of our Ignite series, and it's about being light in the darkness. And last week, we heard from Mark McCrindle. And it's not great to be on the back end of his and be after him, but he came and showed us some amazing stats from the recent um, Australian census that you may be interested in or may not have, but last week was very interesting. And the census is a snapshot of our country and how we are changing over the years. And I went away last Sunday encouraged that actually people are open to hear about and engage in conversations about faith. And it says that only one in 20 people think Christians are old-fashioned and rude. How good is that? I thought it would be heaps more than that. And 53% of people are extremely, very, or somewhat likely to accept an invitation to church. So if we ask everyone we know, we are only going to be rejected about 47% of the time. And if that's the case, I wonder why our churches aren't overflowing. As people are open to hear about what, who this Jesus is, what he's all about, and today we're going to look at how we can be light in the darkness and what might be some barriers to living an effective Christian life. And Judy read earlier from 2 Corinthians about Paul, and he shed some light on what can happen sometimes. Now, Paul was a man who hated Christians. He was in a position where he could organize for Jesus' followers to be sent to prison, beat up or killed, and he did that. He was not a nice guy at all. But then Paul had an encounter with God who challenged him about all he was doing to persecute the Christians at that time. And from that moment, his life was transformed as he experienced God's power and love in his life. He then committed his whole life to tell people about Jesus. And Paul became one of the most influential leaders in the early church and started more than a dozen churches. And it said that Paul had greater impact on the world's religious landscape 
than any other person besides Jesus. His life changed. He went from someone who was a cynic He went from someone who was a cynic to someone that experienced Jesus' power and love. And a new passion was born within him. And that same passion that comes when we first ask Jesus into our life. Now, at Encounter last week, I did this little analogy. And I felt prompted to do it again today to just help us um, understand a little bit about the Christian life. And I'm hoping I don't spill water everywhere. So have you ever met a new Christian who is overflowing with joy? And they can't stop talking about everything God has done. Well, imagine that this jar, this glass jar here, is your life. When you accept Jesus into your life, this is what happens. You realise that you are loved by God and no longer live in guilt and shame. And as you accept that Jesus paid the price of sin on the cross, in Paul's case, he called himself the worst of sinners. He said he was unworthy, but he experienced overwhelming gratitude. When you become a Christian, you receive overwhelming peace, joy, and boldness like, boldness like never before. Sounded like you got boldness like never before. That could happen. <laughs> but he's only got better with age, actually. But deep in your heart, you know that this is what life is all about. You realise that you can have a personal relationship with the creator of the universe who loves you unconditionally. When you become a Christian, you receive God's Holy Spirit's power in your life. He is your helper, teacher and comforter and you want to tell the whole world about it. You are overflowing with the Holy Spirit's power. And just like Paul, you are motivated to tell people about your story and about God's love. And you have this burning desire to tell the world so they can experience what you have found. But then what can happen is that as life throws you stuff and people let you down, there are hardships and disappointments along the way. And you wonder, where is God? People hurt you. Prayers aren't answered like you thought that they would be. And healing doesn't come when you ask. That Christian friend lets you down 
and it knocks the wind out of you. Someone humiliates you and they should know better and it makes you angry. You start to feel like you don't matter at all. And you wonder, I wonder if anyone had noticed if I was gone. God's presence doesn't feel like it did in the beginning. And you have less motivation. And why? Why would you tell anyone about Jesus when you're little unsure yourself? You start to live a life where disappointments and cynicism are a way of life. And it can disable the drive to be, in my case, that little girl who wants to tell everyone about Jesus. And this stuff takes up residency in your life. And just like Paul, who prayed for God to take away these hardships, you ask God to take away the hard stuff, but it keeps on coming. And then it becomes the focus. And in order to cope, you get cynical and say it doesn't actually matter very much. But under the surface, these things reside. So deep sometimes you can't even remember what some of the things are about. And Paul experienced these things. He begged God to take away the hardships. Then God said to him, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. God was telling him and is telling us that our weakness is an opportunity for more of God's power. Paul says that when I am weak and mistreated, when I'm surrounded in troubles on every side and face persecution, because of my love for Christ, I am made stronger. And when you acknowledge these things and identify and name the hardships and pain, with God's power, you can begin to release attitudes, acknowledge the hurt, so that they are no longer barriers. You start to ask God to shift your focus from the disappointments to live a life of true empathy because of what you've gone through. When you name and identify these things, God's power will help you forgive people, even when you don't want to. When you acknowledge the cynicism that has crept in, God can release this from your life. And then you start to identify the things that take up space. You ask God to declutter and release the junk and the sin and let go of the things that you are holding on to. And sometimes it's tough.
And today, what is taking up residency in your life? What do you need to acknowledge and release today? And what are your barriers to living an effective Christian life? For Paul, he quit focusing on the negatives and allowed Christ to and his strength to move in on these weaknesses. And as he acknowledged these things, he let Christ take over. He was glad these things happened because it kept him from being proud. You see, it's not about being impressive, but about being light in the darkness as we point people to Jesus. Paul started to live a life where these things, these weaknesses, became an opportunity for more of God's power in his life. And when we do this, this is when you can ask for more of God's power in your life to fill you up again so that you will be renewed and refueled. The junk doesn't take up space in your life anymore. And once again, you are full of joy and peace. The Holy Spirit will give you a love so overwhelming for everyone you meet as you let go and let God fill your life. And our weakness is an opportunity for more of God's power to be light in the darkness. As you identify these things that clutter your heart and mind, and as you acknowledge it, name it, and allow release, God can ignite something new in you. He will fill you up with His power to overflowing, to be light in the darkness and live an effective Christian life. And I wonder if today there are barriers, things for you to release so that there is more space for more of God in your life. I know that I want more of Him. And I don't want people just to think that we're nice Christian people who aren't nice sometimes, or we're a lovely, warm Christian family. I want everyone to truly know and understand the magnitude and life-changing story of Jesus. And today we're going to invite you to respond. And Mark is going to come and stand and Joel will come and stand and I will be here and there'll be a team ready to pray with you. And if you would like to experience more of God's power in your life, if you want to be light in the darkness and experience Jesus in a new way, come and we will pray this for you. If you'd like to become a Christian, we would love to pray with you to accept that promise over your life. If you've identified things that are a barrier to living fullness of life as a Christian, as you acknowledge that this morning, Come and allow God 
to release this and ignite something in you so that God's power will be at work as Christ's light shines in the darkness. I invite you to come. Big thanks to Kim for bringing us God's Word. And uh, even if you were there in person, a couple of experiments. I was, uh, I was watching her steady hand with the water. was very, very impressed uh, and uh, fed in nicely uh, to, uh, to the sermon, the message that she was bringing us. So a huge thanks to, to Kim for bringing us the Word this week. That also brings us to the end of another edition of the Shire Salvos podcast. We'll be back next Monday afternoon for more of the same. But until then, stay safe, don't get wet, and God bless. Mm-hmm.